Chapter 15 of The Bobbsey Twins on Blueberry Island by Laura Lee Hope. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Doll's Dress Haven't you got your lost doll back yet? asked Freddie as he moved over on a board nailed between two trees to make room for Helen to sit down between him and Flossie. No, I haven't found Molly, answered the little girl, who had come to visit her friends. I guess she's a gypsy by this time. Helen, are you sure a gypsy man took your doll? asked Nan, who had been sent out by her mother to see if the little ones were all right. Yes, I'm sure, answered Helen. I left her in the yard. And besides, didn't Johnny Marsh and me both see the gypsy man running off with her? Well, maybe it did happen that way, said Nan. But what makes you think we might have seen that gypsy man here, Helen? "'Cause Johnny Marsh said gypsies were camped on Blueberry Island. "'We haven't seen any yet,' remarked Bert, "'who had come out to ask the little girl visitor "'about some of his boy friends in Lakeport. "'Maybe they're hiding cause they've got Helen's doll,' said Flossie, "'and maybe they're in the cave Freddie and I found.' "'Did you find a cave?' asked Helen. "'My mamma read me a story once about a cave "'and a giant that lived in it. Did your cave have a giant inside? It had a noise, answered Flossie excitedly. Me and Freddie heard it, but we didn't go to see what it was. Are you hungry, Helen? she asked, suddenly changing the subject. Yes, I am. I only had some cake and ice cream on the boat. We're going to have ice cream, Freddie cried. Sam chopped up the ice this morning and I heard him turning the freezer. I wish dinner would hurry up and be ready. It was not long after this that fat Dinah rang the gong, which told that the meal was cooked, and soon they were all seated in the dining tent, making merry over it. Mrs. Porter told how Helen had been teasing ever since the Bobbseys had come to Blueberry Island to be brought for a visit. She says that maybe the gypsies who took her doll are here, went on Mrs. Porter, though I tell her she will never see Molly again. But Helen begged hard to come, and so here we are. And we're very glad to see you, said Mrs. Bobbsey. Can't you stay longer than just until this evening? No, not this time, as we didn't bring any extra clothes with us. But Helen might come later for a visit of a few days. Oh, yes, please let her come, begged Flossie. We'll see, said Mrs. Porter. Did you find Snap? she asked Bert. No, we haven't heard anything of him. I was going to ask if you had. And he looked anxiously at Helen's mother. No, I haven't heard a word about your pet, answered Mrs. Porter, though I've asked all your boy friends, and so has Helen. Tommy Todd and the others say they are keeping watch for Snap, and if they see him, they'll let you know. Has anything else happened since you've been here? She asked Mr. and Mrs. Bobbsey. Nothing much, answered Nan's mother. We have had a lovely time camping, and Flossie's and my go-around bugs broke out of their box, cried Freddie, and then he begged his mother's pardon for interrupting her when she was speaking. His mother smiled, excused him, and then she let him and Flossie in turn tell about the missing bugs. Come on, we'll play hide-and-go-seek, proposed Flossie after dinner while her father and mother and Mrs. Porter were still sitting about the table talking. 
Did you and Nan want to play, Bert? she asked her older brother. No, Flossie, he answered with a smile. I'm going to help Sam cut wood for the campfire. We're going to have a marshmallow roast tonight. Oh, I just wish I could stay, cried Helen. I love roast marshmallows. We'll roast some when you come again, said Nan, who was going to do some sewing, so she could not play with the smaller children just then. Soon the game of hide-and-go-seek began. Freddy said he would hide first and let both girls hunt for him. He thought he could hide so well that he could fool them both and still get home safe before they spied him. So, while Flossie and Helen, blinded by hiding their faces in their arms against a tree, Freddy stole quietly off to hide. He found a good place behind a pile of brushwood, and there he cuddled up in a little bunch and waited, after calling Coop, until he heard the two girls searching for him. By peeping through the brush, Freddy could see Helen and his sister looking all about for him behind trees, down back of fallen logs, and in clumps of ferns. Then Freddy saw the girls go far enough away from home, which was a big oak tree, so that he thought he would have a chance to run in free. This he did, and how surprised Flossie and Helen were when they saw him dash out from a pile of brushwood. I'll blind now and let you hide, said Freddy though if the game was played by the rules it would be his turn to hide again as he had not been caught so this time the little boy had his head in his arms and began counting up to a hundred by fives and when he had called out loudly ninety-five one hundred ready or not i'm coming he opened his eyes and began searching freddie had to be more careful about going away from the home tree than had the two little girls. Either one of them could have spied him and have run to touch home before he did, but Freddie was all alone hunting for his sister and Helen, and when he had his back turned, one or the other might run in ahead of him. But I'll find him, he told himself. I'll spy em both, and then it will be my turn to hide again. Meanwhile, Flossie and Helen were well hidden. Flossie had found two logs lying on a pile of leaves, not far from the home tree, and she had crawled down in between them, pulling leaves over her. Only her nose stuck out, so she could breathe, and no one could have seen her until they were very close. Helen had picked out a hollow stump in which to hide. It was deep enough for her to get inside, and the bottom was covered with old leaves, so it was soft and not very dirty. Helen had been given an old dress of Flossie's to put on, to play in, so she would not soil her own white one. I'm going to have a good place to hide, thought Helen, as she climbed up on a pile of stones outside the old stump and jumped down inside, crouching there. Then she waited for Freddy to come to find her, and as there was a crack in the stump, she could look out and see where he was. As soon as he got far enough away from home, Flossie, who was nearer the oak tree, would run in free, and then she would try to reach it. Meanwhile, she crouched in the hollow stump, trying not to laugh or cough or sneeze, for
for if she did that, Freddie would hear and know where she was. Helen saw something white in the stump with her. At first she thought it was a piece of paper, but when she picked it up, she knew it was cloth, and as she looked at it, her eyes grew big with wonder. Without stopping to think that she was playing the hide-and-go-seek game, Helen suddenly stood up in the hollow stump, her head and waist showing above the edge like a jack-in-the-box. In her hand she held the white thing she had found. Flossie, from her hiding-place between the two logs, could look over and see what Helen was doing. Seeing her standing up in plain sight, Flossie, in a loud whisper, called to her friend, "'Get down! Get down! Freddy will see you, and then you'll be it! Get down!' But look, look at what I found in the hollow stump, answered Helen. Oh, I must show you. No, get down, cried Flossie, pulling more leaves over herself. Here comes Freddie, he'll see you. The little boy was coming from the home tree. He caught sight of Helen and cried, Tit-tat, Helen, tit-tat, Helen, I see her in the hollow stump. I don't care if I am it, Helen answered. Look what I found. What is it? asked Flossie, sitting up amid the leaves. It's the dress Molly wore when the gypsy took her away, exclaimed Helen. Oh, my doll must be somewhere on this island. And holding the white object high above her head, she ran toward Flossie. End of chapter 15